what up, hey? Welcome to the second episode of Normalias. In this episode, I have a little chat with my dear friend, Jennifer Novak. What up? We talk about identity and we talk about our experiences growing up, trying to find out our own personal identities and find out who we are and what it means for us to be Latinx. Hopefully you'll have a listen. Hopefully you'll love it. Thank you, everyone. Bye. All right. So, Jen. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. This is amazing. So... You are, I guess, you are technically not the first guest on the show, because Filiberto was, but so you are, like, technically the first invited guest. Well, so. I'm honored to be here. Oh, my God, yeah. Thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, also, because I thought of you, because um, we've, like, worked together in, like, so many things. Like, we, we were box office people at one theater. You were in my play. Mm-hmm. Um, we both worked at another theater. Mm-hmm. And then we became friends. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's um, a journey. <laughs> it is a journey. We've gone to many opening nights together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So many. Yes. Oh, my God. So many. Um, so, like, let's get to know Jen a little bit. So, I have um, a serious question for you. And um, hopefully you will answer honestly. Okay. So... True or false? The bigger the hoop, the closer to God. True. 100% true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, my, I don't know if you've noticed, but my earring collection, they've gone from studs, and now they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every pair that I buy. So perhaps yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it somehow. Um, oh my god, yeah, like, hoop earrings, I, like, I fucking love them. Like, every time I see a pair, I'm just like, ah, oh, yes. I know. Do you have ears pierced? No, I don't. I, oh, It's never no. too late. I know, that's true. I thought, I've been, <laughs> I thought about it, but no, you know what, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I think I'd rather just, like, see them from afar sure. and admire them. Yeah. Admire their ginormous beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hair flowing. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I love it. <laughs> um... All right, another serious question. Sure. How high of a booty short is too high? You know, it can't quite get high enough, in my opinion. <laughs> you got to show a little underbutt, I think. <laughs> a little underbutt needs to at least be showing. I mean, if you go any further, then you're basically just wearing a thong. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. you know, that works too. Yeah, like, yeah. do what you want to I mean, do. You do you. You do you. Yeah, like, yeah. if you want to do that, that's cool. <laughs> but for me, it's a little underbutt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're only human. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, wonderful, yes. So that's a little bit about Jen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny booty shorts and big hoops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is summer. It's summer and I'm ready. Because it's actually right now, at this moment, Tor yeah. and I are sitting in like an 80 degree room. So like, <laughs> no. booty shorts and hoops would be great right now. Right, oh my god. Actually, <laughs> Speaking of, like, I need to start buying clothes that isn't tight as fuck. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. 
I look amazing. Yeah. But I'm so fucking hot. I know. All the time. I know. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason my abuela straight up went like out in public in a muumuu like all year round. Like she just did right. everything in right. it. And I'm like, right. okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> she knew what was comfortable and airy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, oh my she was God. keeping it real. She's like, I'm not fucking around putting on a bra right now. You can't. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck that shit. I'm going to the beach in a muumuu. I don't care. <laughs> ah, that is the dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, like I appreciate the fact that you uh, you messaged me as soon as you heard thought on the podcast. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I could I lost my shit. Well, thought is like. A pretty terrible but also kind of hilarious term, in my opinion. Like, for those of you listening that don't know, I text Hector, or sorry, Tor, I'm sorry. I text Tor because they were talking about thoughts, and they were like, yeah, that's what the kids are calling sluts these days. Like, it stands for that hoe over there. Did you know that? That's like the weirdest fucking acronym I've ever heard in my life, but it's just so hilarious, but also terrible. But just so you know, I mean, just so y'all know. When then, like, and then it got me thinking, like, well, A, I'm old because I don't really know these things, but also, like, when I was that age, like, what were the, what, what was I saying that older people were like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, something that I can think of from high school, I went to high school on Long Island, very, like, white, Italian, Irish kind of scene, and, um, but also, like, there's a good mix of Latinos and black people and Indian people and everybody you think of Filipino. But anyway, a big term going around in, like, the early 2000s was slore. Slore. Which is a combination of slut and whore, which is <laughs> awful, awful. So people were calling people slores, which I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I remember being, like, 13 and being like, what? Like, how do you get labeled that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, it's like, what is a slut? What is a whore? What does that mean? What is the difference between a slut and a whore? I think whores make money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sluts are just like, whatever, I just like to fuck. Right. Oh, Do you. Yeah. Again, no slut shaming here. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, if only it was that easy. <clears throat> yeah, truly. Yeah, um... Yeah, and that I, I remember, like, growing up, um, just the stupid shit we would say. Me and my friends would make up stupid shit. Like, every time we saw somebody that we didn't, that we didn't like, or we saw somebody wearing something that we thought was gross, we'd yeah. be like, susto. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. susto. Yeah. And it just became a thing. We would, like, we'd, we would say it for, like, everything. Yeah. Like, That's funny. I had a crush on a boy whose code word or code name was social studies because he was in my social studies class. <laughs> and me and this girl were good friends and we sat close by and we'd pass notes about him. So we'd always be like, social studies is coming down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like my code word for my crush. Was he the one that wore curve? They all wore curve. <laughs> but this specific one, no. The one who wore Curve was, like, one that I actually hooked up with. And oh. it was, like, a major moment for me. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's why Curve has a special meaning for you. Curve has a special meaning for me. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, the first time a boy touched my titty. He was wearing Curve. And I could smell it. So, like, whenever I smell it, I, like, think back to that moment. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you can buy this shit at CVS. <laughs> it's not that ill. But it's, you- it still brings back those, like, weird, I don't know, like prepubescent memories. <laughs> Do you touch your titties now when you smell her? <laughs> when I smell it, I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, curve. 
Did y'all wear Curve? Anybody remember Curve? Oh Stetson, like all those weird like CBS like. Oh my god! Well, I used to because so my mom used to sell Avon, mm. and then it's actually really, Avon's really common in the Mexican culture. You know, like yeah. everybody sold Avon. Everybody had an Avon book. Even if you go get like your haircut, the salon oh. had an Avon book because I believe it. Because oh everybody, God. I'm sure they were like, you can make so much money. Yeah, doing this. exactly. Nobody made money. Yeah, fuck MLMs. I know they're was, terrible. It was pretty bad. Yeah, but they did have this one cologne, and I forgot the name of it. And it came in like a bottle that was shaped like a like a cube. Oh, I can picture it. And, yeah, and like, I the cologne was green, mm-hmm. like. Which, it didn't look very, like, glamorous. Yeah. It smelled so good. Really? Did you wear it? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. And then they discontinued it. But before they discontinued it, my friend had a book, so I bought, like, as many bottles as possible. Yeah. I bought, like, six bottles. Oh, my God. It was, it was ridiculous. You gotta stock up. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, exactly, because they were discontinuing it. Yeah. And then I remember I was living with my parents at the time, and my mom was like... Oh, like, I need to get your cousin a gift. Like, can I have one of your colognes? And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was like, this is discontinued. Like, this is valuable and to me. Like, you can buy it from me. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> not even. I yeah. was like, no, this is, yeah. you're like, this sure is mine. Yeah, for sure. And then I used all six bottles eventually. Yeah. And then I was left with nothing. Mm. So... You can find one on eBay. Oh my god, I don't remember the name of it. Right. And I'm pretty sure it probably doesn't even smell the same. Yeah, which I that's something that I've learned about human bodies is that scents smell different on your chemistry. People. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. true. Weird. It is very weird. Apparently, like my skin goes really well with lavender cream. Because <laughs> that Bath and Body Works, like, what was it called? Like Moonlight. Cat. Moonlight Cat. I was just thinking that. That was the other scent that I had, like, that sticks out in my memory from like middle school. Yeah. Because I had that shit and I sprayed it everywhere. <laughs> and I remember my friend's older sister was like, "That smells so good. What is that?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's just from Bath and Body Works. Like, it's nothing fancy. I just got it like." In a gift basket or whatever. But it smells so fucking good. It does. It's Do you not... use it right now? No. Well, I don't really Do they go still to make and... it? Yeah. <gasps> I it's... should buy some. You should. That would be fun. The thing is, I don't go to Bath & Body Works because where where would I go? Like, the mall. But yeah, like, but why mall? would we go to the mall? Honestly, Bath & Body Works like stresses me out because like everybody's like putting on all this shit and then like the scents and like there's just too many of them in one room mm-hmm. and then it gives me a headache and then yeah. they have like those weird sinks because everybody's got lotion everywhere. It's yeah. Just, it's just mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. No, I agree. And it's always slammed during the holidays and shit. I'm like, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. But also like shopping is different here than it is in El Paso, like where I'm from. And also yeah. I guess... Probably for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I don't, like, I don't feel comfortable at the mall. I actually kind of don't either. So the malls here, I think vary in like niceness and variety and whatever like you know they're all a little different but Mm. I went to the Galleria for the first time like Mm. five years ago which if you don't know the Galleria is this like extremely fancy mall in Edina it's got like a restoration hardware and like a Tiffany store and a Louis Vuitton store and a Cartier and like all of these like Mm -hmm. really nice shops like not knocking it I have to go there sometimes for gifts whatever but like I remember walking in there because I received a Christmas gift that I had to exchange and like the store was there 
And I like walked in and I was like, whoa, like I have never felt so brown in my life. Yeah. Like the only reason I think I fit in is because I was wearing Uggs and a North Face jacket. <laughs> like literally, I was like, I could just fly under the radar. I'm just going to exchange and leave. But like I looked around and I was like, where am I? Mm-hmm. It was so weird. Yeah. Because like the malls in New York, there's like every kind of person at the mall. Like, you know, it's right. not limited. But there it was like a very specific slice of the community mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Of which I did not feel comfortable yeah. in. <laughs> but that's like, for me, it's most of Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and it's, and one of the reasons why I actually started this podcast is to talk about issues like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's things that, it's, it's not really talked about through our perspective. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's always through. The, like the Minnesotan perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, so then that leads to like them quote-unquote, like, trying to, quote-unquote, diversify. Yeah. You know? And it just, it just makes it worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I didn't ever really, or I haven't really experienced anything super weird or crazy, but, like, the difference is so stark, I think, Mm -hmm. sometimes for me, that I'm, like, I just feel weird being in that setting. Yeah. So my, my husband and I recently bought a house and we moved out to Plymouth, which is a, you know, Western suburb of Minneapolis. It's pretty nice, like I must say. And it's really close to Wyzetta, which is like another, yeah. like similar Galleria type it's locale. A partic- it's a particular community. Wyzetta, where the Walshes from 90210 are from. Oh my God, really? Yes! When they moved to fucking Beverly Hills 90210, their people on the show didn't fucking fact check anything. They were like, we just moved here from Wyzetta. Like they didn't even know how to say it. Anyway, so that's where they were from. But, so my husband and I live, like, in that general area. It's super nice. Can't knock it. But, like, I remember going out to dinner one night, like, last year when we first moved there. And, again, I felt the most brown I had in a very long time. Because, like, you guys can't see me, but I'm, like, kind of like a white-passing Latina. You know, for, I'm I'm half Honduran or whatever. So, like, you know, I'm pretty much flying under the radar. I kind of just, like, fit in Mm -hmm. with white people. And then, like, there, I was like, I don't fit in with these white people. Because, like, Minnesota's full of, like, very white people. Like, (laughs) Scandinavians. Norwegians. Like, which is cool. Because it's it's foreign to me. So, to me, in a way, it's exotic. Right. But I can't help but feel extremely exotic in most places. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, it's, we, we get exoticized uh-huh. all the time. I mean, actually, like, when you mean you worked together at that box office, like, we, I remember people coming up to you, like, all the time, like, what are you? Oh, constantly. Yeah, where are you from? Yeah, do you remember that woman who was like, well, what are you? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you just look so different. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Um, well, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a, I'm a woman. I, you know, I'm from America. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> and people are just so thrown because I think that's them like trying to be polite and be inquisitive, which like, to be fair, in Minnesota, people don't really like open up to you very much. So I think that's their way of being like, let me, let me get to know you and not to say that it's cool, but that's what they do. And I'm always like, bl- like kind of blown away by it. I'm yeah. like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, it's ridiculous. Like, I remember one time people thought you were Iranian. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. What else do you get? Lebanese? Lebanese all the time. <laughs> there was, like, a period of a few months where I, I used to travel by bus to work and, like, walk around by myself all the time. And, like, I would be on the bus and somebody on the bus would just be like, 
are you Egyptian? I was like, what? <laughs> like, this guy behind me, like, went in my ear and was like, are you from Egypt? I was like, no. But, are you? And he was like, yeah, you look, you look like you're from Egypt. I'm like, thanks, like, cool. But also, like, could you not? I don't know. And then I got my hair done that one time. And yeah, like you were saying, the woman at the desk immediately started speaking to me in Farsi. And I was like, what are you saying? And she's like, oh, I thought you're you're not Iranian. I was like, no, I'm not. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, it's fine. But like shit like that happens a lot. And then like I wore a dress that had like some like woven embroidery in it. And this woman on the street was like. Oh my gosh, did you get that in, like, a foreign country? I was like, it's from Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> and she was like, oh, she was, like, disappointed. I don't know. This is, it ha- the same thing happened to me at work, like, I would say, like, a year ago, where yeah. I wore this sweater, and this woman came up to me and was like, oh, did you get that when you were traveling in, at an, in another country? And I was like, no. It's from Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah. Like- and she's like, well, what... Where is it? What region is it from? And I was like, I got it at Burlington. And then she's like, is it African-American? And I said, I was like, no. And then she said, like, I forgot what else. And then I was like, no. And then she left. And then she came back and was like, Mexican. And I was like, can you stop? And then she walked away. My fucking God. But I was like. I got it. (laughs) You're Mexican. Mexican. Um, sure. But I was like, if I would have told her yes, like. What satisfaction would that have given her? Like, yeah, it's like, am I a game? Are we a game? Are we Kinda. a game to these people? Yeah, it's weird. It's Rude. like they just feel like good if they guess correctly oh, or something. God. Which nobody's ever gonna guess correctly because my mom is from Honduras and like Honduras is nothing like not a place people normally think about. I feel right. Like. So to them, they're like, oh, oh, okay. So like, not, not Lebanese. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Lebanese. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Bye. It's like, I would be honored, but I'm not. Right. Yeah. I, um, just baffles my mind. One woman one time told me she thought I was from India. Wow. And I was like, uh, no. And then she still went on though, even though after I told her I wasn't from India, she was like, oh, I work at this church and, um, I'm just, it fills my heart with joy because we help these like young Indian children come into the country. And How nice of you. I know. And I was like, um, cool. Here are your tickets. Go away. You know? And she just like, she wanted me to respond to her. <laughs> yeah. That's like, like, like weird white savior bullshit. I know. I, mean, like, I don't. Aren't I so great? Oh. I all these people. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, that's... I was like, I'm a stranger to this person. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't mean... I mean, I don't know. Thinking on the other side, like, is she just lonely? And, yeah, and just, like, <laughs> looking for a connection. Like, right. I don't, I don't yeah. Know. I just... Mm, I don't know. It's weird. I it mean, it's racist. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, she didn't... I don't think she meant to offend me, but, I mean... <sighs> I was highly offended. It's that, like... <laughs> I offended. Yeah, it's that, like, subconscious, just, like bias and weirdness that a lot of white people carry with them where you're mm-hmm. like that's not okay yeah you can't say that like <laughs> right. don't ask me where i'm from <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but i mean that goes for our community as well yeah. and i mean and by our community i just i mean just the latinx community which oof, i just i just did this project um where i was interviewing the latinx community um uh, for like grant purposes and just finding out research why they're not applying for grants but through this process um some of my participants were actually upset because I was asking them about the Latinx community and they were 
they were upset because to them they're like we don't represent the entire latinx community like i'm mexican so i can only speak about my mexican heritage mm-hmm. and the mexican community latinx there's more than just one race mm-hmm. you know and um and for that something that i just i didn't really think about from the get-go and like when it was brought to my attention it was like holy shit like mm-hmm. so then there's this whole thing about um just the word latinx but i mean there's always been a thing like the word latino mm-hmm. um like i don't really consider myself latino because i'm like my heritage is mexican-american so therefore mm-hmm. i'm chicano and that's I mean, it's a whole, it's, it's a whole discussion. It's complicated. And like it's, you're saying, like, Latinx is a very, like, blanket term mm-hmm. for what's a much more layered, huge world, which within that has its own weird, like, racism and, like, politics, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, same. It's it's bizarre. Like, I can only speak to my Honduran, El Salvadorian kind of background because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know what it's like to be Mexican. Like, your mm-hmm. traditions are ever so slightly different than mine. Mm-hmm. Even though we have this kind of, like, overall shared mm-hmm. connection, it's yeah. not the same. And actually, some Mexicans would argue that I don't even know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> and me too, because, like, I don't speak fluent Spanish. Right. Like, my dad's white. And, yeah. like, you know, to a lot of people, it's like, well, you're not you're not Spanish enough or right. whatever. You're not truly <sighs> Latino because right. you don't know the language. Right. And also... They blame your parents, of course. Like your totally. Parents, your parents should have taught you better. I know. But, like, to be <laughs> fair, my dad is very, like, if you live in America, you should speak English. So, which is, like, fucking bizarre in, like, a whole other episode that Tor and I can have. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, like, it just wasn't part of my home life. Yeah. Which is hard when your entire family speaks Spanish. And then you go visit the country of origin and, like, everyone speaks Spanish. And then they're all, like, looking at you, like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you speak Spanish, too? And to be fair, also, I think there's, like, our generation being, like, first generation, you know, with immigrant parents, like, Mm -hmm. there's this, like, really intense want to fit in and, like, not be weird and not be bringing weird food for lunch and, like, you know what I mean? And, like, not have a weird accent or, like, dress weird or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, be labeled as something other than what all of your classmates are. And, Mm -hmm. like, at least for me, I remember feeling, like proud that I was Honduran but also like but I don't want to stick out like mm-hmm. I would very much like to just fit in with everybody here yeah so like I probably could have made more of an effort growing up but like when you're a kid you're like fuck that I want to be like my friends yeah so I don't know I look back and my mom used to always threaten to send me to Honduras to live with my abuelos for the summer if I was being bad and I would like cry and freak out because I think the idea of traveling there by myself was very scary <laughs> And so she never did it, although, like, I kind of totally wish she was like, fuck you, you're going. Because then I would have probably learned Spanish, and I probably would have had a much different upbringing, you know? And it's, I mean, I get why she didn't, because I probably wouldn't either if my kid lost her goddamn mind at the idea, but, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, Growing up, though, were you... Were you the minority though? Was did you grow up like with it, like with they all white kids? Yeah, or? my town um, on Long Island. I grew up in Valley Stream, which is like a ten minute drive from JFK Airport. Um, so like very close to Queens, like twenty miles outside of Manhattan. So you're always close to Queens. Always close to Queens. <laughs> always, even though okay, my mom's name is Raina. She is a queen. Literally. She is a queen. She's a fucking queen. Yeah, I've met her. Yeah, she's incredible. Shout out to Raina. Raina, so yep, I'm here. Ricky said they buck out. Yes, bitch, she's the best. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so my town on Long Island, like, 
was very Catholic, Italian, Irish, a lot of um, like blue collar workers who like were cops or firefighters or my dad like worked for the phone company for 40 years, like that kind of community. So it was like definitely like upper middle class, mm. middle class type area. Yeah. But when I was in elementary school, I guess like I could have been considered white. My last name growing up was Buckout. So Jen Buckout doesn't read very uh, Latina on paper, but you know, anyway, so. You have to um, pull out your hoops. See? Like, I know, but, but, but see, but see. Look at the hoop, look yes. at the hoop, Latina. Jen Buckout with the hoops. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jenny so, with the hoops. Jenny with the hoops. I did have a friend whose dad used to nickname me Jenny from the block. I used to call him and be like, Tina, Jenny from the block is on the phone. She was Puerto Rican, so he got it. <laughs> Anyway, um, but I remember my elementary school, until the day I graduated it, I remember there was one black student in the whole school mm-hmm. until sixth grade, yeah. actually. Um, and it, then it was her brother. So it was like her <laughs> and her brother were like the two black kids in our whole school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was friends with her. She was cool. But like, I just remember thinking like, that's it. Like we're New York, you know, like, I don't know, even when you're a kid, you're like, but where's everybody else? Like, yeah. So it was very much like that. And it's since diversified quite a bit. Um, but Mm -hmm. also my town is like enormous. There's like 300,000 people that live there. It's huge. That is huge. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, 30,000 people, 300,000. I know. I was like, whoa. No, 30,000. Wow. Sorry. I'm had a little wine, but 30,000 people (laughs) is still a pretty big town. Yeah. Yeah. But it's gotten, more diverse, but it was definitely very lily white mm-hmm. from like, like the 50s, 60s, 70s was super like, mm-hmm. it's like suburban. Yeah. You know, all the people from the city who were like, the city's getting bad, all these black people moving in. Oh, so God. they like moved out to Long Island. Like that's what happened pretty mm-hmm. much. It's terrible. Yeah. It's the truth though. <laughs> that's like literally what happened. They call it white flight. Look it up. It's a thing. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had the opposite experience, though, because, like, in El Paso, where I was from, the Lower Valley. Shout out to the Lower Valley. But, um, also a valley. The what? Also a valley. Yeah. Valley stream. Oh, my God. Lower Valley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Anyway. And you were friends yeah. for a reason. <laughs> um, but, so we were all Mexican. So there was a few, like, what, maybe, like, three white kids in the school. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, three African Americans, um, which is which is ridiculous that like we, you know, that we can count them, and that's one thing that I didn't really growing up. I didn't think that was a problem until. Then you look like, back and you're like, that was it, like what? Right, what? yeah, um, <clears throat> and everybody was cool, um, but I. Sorry. Are you pouring something? I'm having a little more wine. It's Wednesday. Why it not Wednesday? Wednesday? Oh my god, it is Wednesday. Yeah. Wine Wednesday. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. That could be a segment. <laughs> we're workshopping we're, we're here. <laughs> next time, Wine Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but um, it was interesting, though, because um, looking back, we we were kind of segregated. Even though we were Mexican, there was... There was always two um, two classrooms that only had um, Spanish-speaking students. Mm-hmm. And then there was the rest of the classes were all English-speaking. And then we used to call them the Spanish kids. Wow. Like, yeah, they were like the Spanish kids. Because they didn't... They were like the English as a second language Yeah, they were class. ESL. Yeah, ESL class. Yeah, ESL class. We classes. had an ESL class in my elementary school, too. Because there were a few, like, Spanish kids. Mm-hmm. But then there were also a few Asian kids who, like, predominantly spoke Chinese or Japanese or Korean at home, you know? Mm. And they were, like... 
Yeah. Yeah, I gotta catch you up to speed, I guess. But I remember it was not a big class. It yeah. was pretty small. Our classes were they were big. It just to me it was weird that we were we were separated though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know, mm-hmm. we're in different classrooms and then we would all go to PE together. Um, but there was always like beef between the classes. It was like it was kind of like a battleground. Yeah. Like the English speaking versus the non-English speaking. Like it's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. That is fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was weird. But like once I left my elementary school and got to like middle school, that's when like all of the elementary school districts like combine, you know? So mm-hmm. like I guess my side of Valley Stream was very white and then the other side of Valley Stream, the side that was closer to Queens was a lot less white. Mm-hmm. So then like once we got to middle school, it was like, oh, okay, like this is where everybody's been, you know? <laughs> and then it was like a huge melting pot of like everyone, mm-hmm. which was kind of dope. Like I'm really grateful that I had that experience. Like, Which is supposed to be the American way. Exactly. <laughs> like I can, I, I swear to God, like I think every like nationality and ethnicity existed in yeah. my school. Like there was some of everything, mm-hmm. which was really fucking cool. I mean, that's not to say people weren't clicky and, like, stuck to their corners. You know what I mean? Mm, Like, they definitely did. But, like, there was also kind of... There was definitely racism, for sure. Can't Mm -hmm. deny that. But then there was also, I think, a sense of camaraderie, Mm. which was kind of rare. Yeah. Which was cool. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. That's what I remember, at least. Yeah, it reminds me of Mean Girls, the movie... It is like Mean Girls or like Clueless. It's like, that's the Persian Mafia. Oh my god, the Persian Mafia. We need to have a BMW to hang out with them. And I really wanted a BMW because I was like, oh my god, those are hot. I know, they all wore like berets and sunglasses and smoked cigarettes. Yeah, Yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to be one of them. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. That's like very much how things were broken out. Because it would be like, here are the Dominican kids and like here are the Italian American kids and here are the Irish kids and like mm. here are the Filipino kids and yeah on and on and on and on and on like But it wasn't like Mean Girls where they had like the Asians and they had the cool Asians. Like, no, that's <laughs> true too. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> so I was like, that's messed up. There was like Asians and then there was cool Asians who like sold weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who like had black friends? You know they were like the cool Asians. Oh my god, that's so terrible. <laughs> it is terrible, but that's that's like how I distinctly remember it being broken out. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking back now, can you imagine going back now? No. It sounds terrible. No. Yeah, high school. Fuck it. No. No, no I know. No, thank you. No. <laughs> high school was like fine for me but it wasn't like special you know what I mean like a lot of people are like oh high school I'm like no yeah people that say that have no lives now yeah it's true and I don't mean to like talk shit no but but I mean it's just I mean high school is supposed to be terrible for everyone because we're still learning yeah we're still going through shit yeah for sure and then you grow up to deal with even more shit Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so you're not from here. So when you moved here, like the culture shock, how was that for you? Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was all right. Cause like I had been here before, but mm. like I never lived here. So I'm from New York. I went to college in Boston. That's where I met my husband. So like very East coast centric was my most of my upbringing. Um, and then when I graduated college, I moved here to be with my then boyfriend, now husband, um, who's from here. So I was lucky in that, like, moving here, I had 
some family, like Joe's family was here. I had kind of some friends, so that like helps. But like when I got here, I lived by myself. I didn't live with him yet. I had an internship and a job and like was just trying to like make it work. And I had a roommate at the time who was like cool and would invite you to do things. But like Midwestern people are not very open to like new friends. No. Oh. <laughs> Which yeah. is like a thing that people talk about. And like that's not necessarily true for everyone. And like since then, this was nine years ago, like I've made friends. <laughs> Thankfully, Tor is one of them. But like most of my friends are also not from here. Which I think Fair. says a lot. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was kind of hard for me because I'm a very social person and I really thrive on having friends and going out and like doing fun things and like for the first year or two it was hard because my only friends were my boyfriend's friends and like that's not that fun like I need to have my own set of friends that I could like hang out with and run around and do shit with so that was kind of difficult and then like yeah it's like very white here like I thought Valley Stream like I was telling you guys was was white but, like, I got here and I was like, oh, this is, like, some real white people shit. <laughs> it's for real. Because, like, I thought I fit in with white people and then I got here and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's one thing that I did, that I do say, though, is that I didn't realize I was Mexican until I moved here. Mm-hmm. Because here, you are reminded. Yeah. It's true. Like, you are. But, I mean, like, you're, like, blatantly reminded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, these people have no shame. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, and, like... like yeah, it's kind of incredible how many people have blonde hair here, like, naturally. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've never met this many blonde people. Because at least on Long Island, people are, like, Italian right. or, like, Greek or something. And I'm like, okay, you're brunettes. But here, it's, like, brown hair, brown eyes is exotic as fuck. Oh, I know. I just, I moved to St. Cloud, which, oof. That's Jeez. A, I know. Like, the white supremacy capital oh, of the yep, state. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, was, I, almost, I actually know that's a Noka, but it's up there. It's, it's, it's close. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, not gonna lie, like I almost got killed. I don't know how many times. It yeah, was I bet. Pretty bad. But I bring that up because I, when I first got to Saint Cloud, I had blonde streaks in my hair because mm-hmm. I was going through a phase, um, and um, when I like let it when I let it grow out and like cut my hair, cut them all off, like people were just like in awe of my hair they were like oh wow like why did you ever add blonde to it yeah. and, and like I'm like actually I don't know <laughs> I was like, yeah. what you did I don't know and sleep happened but yeah it was a trend <laughs> like that's what you do you spray some sun in in there oh <laughs> you let it get orange oh my god yeah <laughs> well I used to I had lightning gel oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. And my hair was... Frosted tips. My My whole hair was, like, orange. Yeah. Yeah, it was gross. That's how that shit works when you have dark hair like we do. Yeah. Like, I have some highlights kind of now, and they're pretty orange, but... It's just how brown hair reacts. (laughs) Right. Turns orange and not yellow. It's like, don't do this to (laughs) me! (laughs) Oh, my God. Please. Yeah. But, yeah, Minnesota's very, um... It's interesting. It has a lot of really great qualities, but, like, some of them are not so great. (laughs) Meaning, like, I don't know, I guess just that feeling of just not quite fitting in anywhere in particular. Yeah. Um, No, I'm with you. I, um, I've been, I've been networking with, um, a lot of folks who identify as Latino or Latinx, um, Mm -hmm. because that project, and, 
um, one thing I, I've, I've spoken about to them is how hard it is to network within the Latinx community here because mm-hmm. there's a lot of us here, but yet we don't we don't network or connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is that? Do you think I don't know? That's um, that's one thing that I was trying to figure out, and and that's what I would ask everybody and like nobody knew the answer yeah and I guess looking at it like like in in my perspective like well what is the issue on my end and I guess for me it's like I'm not trying hard enough Mm -hmm. um and also I just don't know where like where the people at yeah is everybody just like flying under the radar kind of yeah yeah I wonder that's interesting mm -hmm. huh Mm mm-hmm um, I'm really grateful that you and I and our friend Amanda have gravitated toward one another. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't think the three of us realized how badly we needed each other or I something. Know. it's Amanda, shout out. Uh, shout out to Amanda. R.I.P. Amanda's abuela. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, Amanda. We love you. And that's why Amanda can't be here. She's supposed to She's be here. She's supposed to be here. But, but we love you. We love you. You're going to be on the show eventually, bitch. Like, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but, she has her own podcast, Minnesota Play Bitch. You should Minnesota listen to Play it. Bitch, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's so hard um, to meet people, and and when I was talking to this woman um, about networking and like going to meet people, and I talked about going to Lake Street, where they have um, they have the markets like inside like the big buildings, mm-hmm. and um, I told her how I went to one. Um, like a couple of years ago and how I just didn't feel, I didn't feel comfortable because like everybody was, was like staring at me and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, how, and for me, I just got all self-conscious cause I was like, oh, it's because I'm, it's because I'm queer. And, mm-hmm. and this woman was like, I don't think you're the first gay person that these people have seen. It's just, they don't know who you are. So yeah. of course everybody's staring at you because it's a community. Like everybody knows each other. So when they see somebody new, and then she's like, not gonna lie, like you stick out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's you like, have a look. I have a look. <laughs> I do. I have a look. Yeah. I work really hard on that look. I know, <laughs> but it makes sense that yeah, like I'm sure every vendor in there knows the other. And right. Each of those vendors have communities, and they all know each other because they all go every week. And yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely walked in there too and felt like, oh, I don't know anybody here. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't belong here. Yeah. But in reality, they don't care. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> They're like, yeah, spend your money. Right, exactly. Buy my pupusas, please. <laughs> right. Like, for real. Yeah. Um, and that is one thing that I've realized on my end is is a problem, is yeah. that I just, I don't, I don't just fucking do it. Yeah. But it's because of the fear, though, and it's mm-hmm. because of the history behind it, you mm-hmm. know? Like... The, um, the Latinx community isn't really comfortable with queerness. No, like, the, in the general. The machismo is the real. The machismo is I mean, oh, yeah. God, it's, it's so unreal. fucking real. Oof. Yeah. Hence the reason, another another reason why the name change is happening. Yeah. Just took, although I, okay, ironically enough, though, I didn't do a lot of research on this because the reason why I changed my name to Tor was because I wanted to keep part of my name, uh-huh. right? And then um, somebody was like, Oh, Tor. Oh, you mean like Thor? And I was like, no, I don't mean Thor, but whatever. And then they said, well, actually, Thor, the Norwegian spelling is Tor, T O R. 
So Whoa. I basically changed my name to Thor. And Thor actually is like this nor- this very masculine Norwegian name. Like a Norse god yeah, or something? Yeah. Whoa. And I was like, oh, so I just basically trying to like get rid of my masculinity, I added more to it. Meh. And also like kind of a nod to the Midwest. Right. Like we were saying. Yeah, exactly. So it's like wow. oh, weird. That's crazy, yeah, Tor. I know. Tor. Tor. <laughs> <laughs> You're reminding me of Adventures in Babysitting. Do you love that movie? I love that movie. Oh my god. Yeah. What's her name? The little girl has her Thor helmet. Mm. And then I think they meet Thor, which is a young Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> yes. And she's like, my brother says you're an F word. And then he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie. Yeah. So then I had doubts about it even mm-hmm. after the fact that I like already announced it and just like in the process of doing this. But I've just come to accept it though. Like it's, I chose it for my reasons yeah. and like that's just, that's just how it's going to be. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Tour, live it up. Tour. 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 Tor, tor, tor. I need mm. to get it in my brain. I apologize. Oh I no, it's okay. It's it going to take some time for everyone. Yeah. Which I mean, Okay. I have to talk about this. Something happened the other day, though. Uh-oh. Um, what happened? Well, this this person that I work with, um, they came up to me and were like, oh, every time I think of your name, Tor, I think of El Toro. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they were like, yeah, El Toro. Do you know them? Is that a real person? And do you know them? Do you know them? Do you know El Toro? And I told this person, um... Toro means bull, like go Toros, right? go Toro, yeah. And um, and they were like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, Toro means bull. You're literally calling me the bull right now. Like that's what you're saying." And they were just like, "Oh," and then they just giggled and then they Holy walked shit. away. And I was like, "What? That's fucking crazy." <laughs> Did you report that to HR? <laughs> Just kidding. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things where, well, you know, they didn't mean to offend, but also, like, who do you think you are? Like, why did you think that was okay? Right. Like, ugh. El Toro. El Toro. What the fuck? I just wanted, I mean, I really wanted to be like, ole, bitch. Ole. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like where's your red where's fucking your, cape? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. And I feel like that's going to be like my thing now. Every time somebody tells me something like that, I'm just going to be like, ole, bitch. Yeah. You should just charge them. Yeah. Head first. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you El Toro. <laughs> El Toro. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm yeah, sorry. It's a, I mean, so you know, it's... Uh, I didn't expect that. I really... I that's I didn't expect it. I should have, but I didn't. Because I was like, how can... I was like, how can Tor be... Like, how can it made it... How, like, she made it sound racist. <laughs> like oh, she, God. You know that's what I mean? Horrible. Like, I was just like, what? Yeah. That's huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's life. <laughs> that's what it's like being brown, queer, non-binary, all the labels, all of them. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like this everywhere else. I agree. I mean, let's be honest. It's just, yeah. we live here, and so this is our experience. Yeah. 
And I do really like Minnesota, I have to say, in general. Like, generally speaking, it's I mean, nice. it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. It seems like a nice place to live, but I don't know. I sometimes yearn for that, like, New York diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there is, um... And the thing is, it's here, though. Like, mm-hmm. there, it's... I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the word diversity. I think that word is, yeah. I think it's wrong because yeah, diversity means like different, like you, there's differences. And for me, yes, we're different, but I feel like it should be more, it's, it should be more like equality. I wish it was mm-hmm. more, instead of saying diversity, I should, yeah. I wish it was more equality. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know no, I mean? yeah, totally, like, yeah. totally. It's just, and it's one of those things where it's been bothering me for a while. Um, Just because of the way it's been used. Um, Like at work? Like at work. um, It's such a buzzword. It is a buzzword. We are such a inclusive, diverse organization. (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean by that exactly? And yeah, and then you (laughs) ask them and they're like, uh... We do workshops. We do workshops. (laughs) Check. Um, yeah oh man I swear we are in the wrong profession because since all of these things are happening all these organizations are hiring people to do workshops Mm -hmm. like to do quote unquote diversity workshops and I was like these people are getting all this money to come in and like teach people about diversity yeah but i'm just like how did i not get into that field that's Dude, what i start should. You, I you should start hustling I you should. can make some fucking money <laughs> honestly should. yeah i mean i'm already educating people for free yeah. but it is wild how a lot of organizations like give themselves such a major pat on the back for being like we had our staff do all of these trainings and attendees and workshops and then do these things and it's like, okay, but, like, what internally has actually changed? Like, have any of your policies changed? Have any of your, you know, leadership positions changed for, you know? Like, yeah. I I just don't see that with the work actually happening. It's, like, very much, like, yeah, staff goes to this shit, but it's, like, in one ear and out the other because there's no follow-up. There's no, like, action taken. Mm-hmm. So what's the fucking point? It's, like, I go to them, but then I'm always, like, rolling my eyes a little bit because it's, like... Yeah, this is great on a surface level, but, like, if you're not going to actually follow up with some real action steps, like, what's the fucking point? Right. I could have gotten some work done in this 90 minutes. Right. Sorry. No, No, I agree with you. And also because the thing is, it's these workshops are catered for white people. Mm -hmm. So when POCs go to these workshops, Mm -hmm. like, we're left just, like, with question marks in our faces. And also we end up leaving just pissed because, A... You're not telling it right. Mm-hmm. Like this, that is not our experience. And also, it's so basic, and it just kind of like um, it frustrates me because I I I think that it's basic for a reason because a lot of people need it to be that. Right. I think specific. this is organizations meeting a lot of people where they're at, which is like yeah. not very far down their ED and I path or journey or yeah. whatever. But like. Yeah, there's a need for that, but also, come on. Like, I think a lot of us are kind of beyond it. Yeah. I don't know. It's complicated. It is complicated because it's one of those things where, like, yes, you're trying, but are you trying for the right reasons or are you trying just to... 
secure like, grant dollars. <laughs> oh, God. Or like... Or just to shut people up, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think that's what's happening. I think a lot of, a lot of these organizations are doing... <laughs> again, I'm using a lot of quotes, so I'm just saying, quote-unquote, like, the work. And I, I should correct that in saying the minimal work mm-hmm. um, just to, like, shut people up and just... You know, yeah. just for credibility, saying yeah. what we tried, mm-hmm. and we are doing our best. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's the famous one? Change takes time. Oh, change takes time. Change takes time. Oh my god, it takes a lot of time, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which it's true. I mean, I'm I, I agree. Change. It does, does take, take time, time, but you it's also wild. have to put in the work. It takes time, but yeah, like you said, people don't actually make changes to their policies to their procedures to their hiring policies to their internal like staff culture in general Mm -hmm. like i would love to see an organization be like we will not tolerate racism if you are a fucking patron coming through our doors and you are racist we will kick you the fuck out where's that do that like that would be actionable that would be admirable that would be awesome it would be losing those admission dollars right but also, when you think about it, though, telling organizations to do that, how many of their patrons are they going to have to kick out? Yeah, patrons, <laughs> and I'm sure also donors, and, like, major donors. Right. But, like, fucking, I don't know, have a spine, and, like, have a fucking, you know, platform that you really fucking stand, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we're anti-racist, and here's how and why. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, at, at It least, shouldn't be about the money. It... I mean, yes, it should never be about the money, but it is. That's what makes the world go around. So I know, it's gross. <clears throat> Isn't it funny to think that money is racist? Money is so fucking racist. Yeah, it's like ruining people's lives. Yeah, and um, there's really not a lot that we can do about it except talk about it, and hopefully, it'll um, reach somebody that can actually do something, or at least reach. A good amount of people yeah. and that together we can do something fuck yeah but let's start a fucking revolution honestly oh my god i mean just kidding not really no i'm not kidding i mean we should <laughs> we really should it's just... i feel like it's always us like middle up le- middle level management who are like <laughs> we could do this shit so much better it's like give us a chance we can do it yeah. we can and then I we're faith. and then we're there and we're like um so, I brought donuts. Yeah. <laughs> a good meeting always starts with donuts. I brought churros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, like, it's just really frustrating because, like, I don't know. Yeah, like we were saying, I can see how, in a sense, some of these efforts are in earnest. But, mm-hmm. like, ultimately, they just don't end up moving the needle in any way. Right, yeah. So it's like, how many of these do I have to go to before I just stop? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. It's frustrating. It is so frustrating. But you know what? I guess we should just leave it at this. At least we're pretty. At least we are pretty. We're fucking pretty. When we're angry, we can just sit and look pretty. Yeah. Booty shorts and hoops. Booty shorts and hoops all day. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Jen. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show. Well, thank you, Tor, for having me. Oh it was god. truly a pleasure. You were the first guest of Namadigas. Namadigas. Oh my god, yes, exactly. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And how should we end this? What do you want to tell the people? Um, just be cool to everybody. I don't know. Just try not to be an asshole. I love that. Yeah. And on that note, try not to be an asshole. Peace out. Peace.